0: So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. Dw Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Take one.
0: Steven and Dana, Dana and we're in the room.
1: A moment of silence. We're just gonna do a a thirty-minute silent. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's really funny. I mean,
1: come on, a moment of levity for the man of the the (laughs) next twenty minutes.
0: There's nothing to say. Well, nothing that's not been said. I -hmm. do not know where to go.
1: Oh, I mean, we have an an empty palette, shall we say? The canvas is open.
0: I, I am sorry. I am grateful
1: are you sorry grateful
0: i'm sorry slash grateful
1: i think we need to propose a toast i need we we need to propose a toast can we start from maybe this is the
0: worst eulogy i've ever given
1: no no i think maybe we should start from the beginning Uh, where were you Where were you when you heard of Stephen Sondheim? Stephen, you were a wee babe.
0: Oh, I was going to ask you, where were you when you found out? But where was I when I found out Stephen Sondheim? I was in a diaper. I was in a (laughs) diaper.
1: Wow. (laughs) Really Uh, classing up the joint in Thousand Oaks.
0: That was, you know, when I am, as I imagine, you know, new parents are, you know, you find the videotapes. You find the videotapes quick.
1: Yeah. The linen closet. uh,
0: as soon as there was a videotape of Into the Woods that my grandmother recorded off of PBS, the American Mm -hmm. Playhouse uh, airing. Thank God, because I would watch that four or five, six times a day, you know, just on a loop. That's what mom would put on. Oh, it's over. Let's rewind it. We had a little, one of those uh, VHS rewinders that looked like a car. You'd stick it in, close it, and it would... Rewind it really fast for you. Real fast, yeah. So fun, so fun.
1: Yes, I, that was Wizard of Oz for me. As children, you mm. have the, re- repetition is key. So mine was, yeah. uh, you know, itch, itch. I want to see the itch. Unclear if I wanted the green witch or the the pink one, but um, I think it was the pink green. Goes one. good I with wanted green. The scary one.
0: Of course, you did.
1: I wanted to see the scary one. So my. <sighs> What, what was mine? Thanks for asking. Um, my first Sondheim, I came to Sondheim rather late. I didn't grow up with Into the Woods. Um, but mine, I think I, I was thinking about it like the first legit, I, I heard of him through the women that I loved. And it wasn't mm-hmm. through a show. It was by the songs that they sang in their concerts, i.e. Mm-hmm. Elaine Stritch, 1998, the PBS, My Favorite Broadway, The Leading Ladies,
0: mm-hmm. hosted
1: by Rosie O'Donnell. I had that on. I, I recorded that on VHS and I rewound that so many times.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but that there was a lot of time in that concert. Um, Barbara Streisand's The Broadway Album. I can also probably say seventh or eighth grade was when Rosie O'Donnell told me to be into Barbra Streisand. So Mm -hmm. this is a very formative time, you know, the the 1997, 1998, 99, Dana, uh, and it's when Sondheim came into my life. And then, of course, we get into Bette Midler, Gypsy, her television version That Gypsy (laughs) Gypsy. is so good. it's really well it's done for television. So person, well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so I think those are my top three. And you know, I was being filtered Sondheim through Elaine Stritch, Barbara Streisand, mm-hmm. and Bette Midler. Um, and then we branch out from there. I become a performer and doing doing my own reviews. And we did uh, you know, at Quisasana, this resort I worked at, we we did a full Sondheim review every Thursday. Yeah, it was the whole Sunday, uh, whole Thursday was Sondheim. And so that was like, oh, all of these songs that I knew individually,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Pretty Women because of Barbara. Like we did that. I was like, oh, these are from these particular musicals. Um, and I heard them all out of context. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that Pretty Women was a creepy song.
0: Right. <laughs> right.
1: Uh, so I kind of heard them in a in a rather I don't know how you would say it like a
0: you had an appetizer sampler
1: I did I did I, it wasn't Broadway y to me it was more of a concert given. yeah it was
0: sure sure standards
1: standards if you will being alive like a lot of the company songs. I kind mm-hmm. of pulled individually and then, you know, I got to see company I've seen, I have since seen production. So I saw a college produ- production of company. I'm going to see it in January on Broadway. Um, you know, I've seen merrily twice. I saw one once at pace and with you. Yeah. On Broadway. Yeah. That was an interesting version.
0: I tried to make a list of Like the order in which his shows came to me.
1: Yeah. The chronology
0: uh, as it applies to me. I'm not done with it yet. There's there's some really sticky bits that um, (laughs) I can't quite sort out. But I do know that, you know, Into the Woods is the genesis of it all. And uh, if there's one I know the least, It's The Frogs.
1: Oh, The Frogs. Yeah. Is there a song we we all know from The Frogs? Is there a (laughs) famous-ish?
0: Here's what I know. I know that The Frogs and Evening Primrose are on the same album. Like, they were released together. I don't know if they are related at all i don't know if they are like two separate pieces always presented together or not i don't i don't know a lot about those i say i know evening primrose a little more because i do know um i remember
1: i was gonna say now we're bringing it that's, back i, kn- I know i remember through that- megan Mullally's album. Another exactly. lady giving me Sondheim. Thank you. His his women. His vessel of women.
0: So, you, though, I would say those are the two, or the the album, or the 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 Sondheim moment that that will be the most new to me as I go down my spiral.
1: Yeah. Are you are you at a place right now where you're like, I guess we're gonna start unearthing the things that I don't know like are you excited to learn about the frogs or are you like I don't really care
0: I it's been weird uh I've been able to listen to some things as they pop up on shuffle I haven't been able to sit down and decide like I'm going to watch Sunday I'm going to sit down and put on my woods Vital. I'm going to
1: yeah I, I
0: haven't been able to do any of that yet but if something comes on shuffle it's kind of a case by case basis um anyone can whistle came on the other day and that hit in a very new way that was uncomfortable to experience on a downtown a but
1: yeah well uh, listeners if you what are face masks for (laughs) if you've listened to any of our episodes um i think you know that steven is a huge sound time person and i am it's my hero
0: this I'm is the mirror. headline i've been dreading my entire life yeah. yeah i've been thinking about this since i'm two trying to prepare because the only <laughs> i started you know when you uh start laughing really hard and then it turns into like a guttural sob <laughs> and you're like oops where's oh, this yeah. going
1: oh yeah That came to
0: me when I realized that the only reason I was able to, like, feel the feelings and somewhat process them was because he gave me the toolbox to do so.
1: There's a song for that.
0: I can grieve him because he taught me how to be able to grieve him.
1: So where were you when you found out that Mr. Sondheim passed away at 91, which is nothing to sneeze at?
0: Nothing to sneeze at. Nothing to sneeze at. Um, I'm devastated.
1: I was was in Wisconsin, by the way. I I should have been in New York.
0: I was home. I was getting ready to go to work. And I was finding out when Natalie's text came in. So I was like on the internet reading it. And it came up Natalie Joy Johnson, and I just I knew, I knew what that text was going to say. Yeah. So I, I was, mean,
1: shocking, shocking. No, he had just been at a Thanksgiving the night. Yeah, before, he was celebrating. I
0: mean, he had done a reading of his new musical a couple of months ago, if that. Uh,
1: he had just been to the assassin's premiere. You already right, went to the
0: assassin's opening. He went to a preview of Company. Uh he saw Dana H. Uh
1: His last show he saw was Dana H. I'm not mad at it.
0: I bet he loved it. I bet he loved it. I bet he loved it. Um So yeah, and, and, and as far as what the news is reporting is that it was it was easy and uh, easy uh meaning not painful or difficult or long uh yeah and that the people he loved were there and uh
1: that's i how was that at a happened. brewery <laughs> in central wisconsin
0: well at least you were already drinking
1: you were on your way to the theater which is very apt I'm very glad that I've experienced a couple Sondheim things with you. One of them being Sunday in the park with George.
0: Yeah. That starring was our, our pal, Anna Lee. And Penny.
1: And Penny. And also going to see George Surratt's painting of Sunday in the mm-hmm.
0: park. Yeah.
1: In Chicago. And we went to the
0: entire
1: album. You were so mad at me. Album.
0: But you know what? Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad? So glad. My cousin texted me. We were in Paris together, and I dragged her on a Sunday afternoon to the Isle of La Grande Jatte, and we did the same thing. And she texted me um, the Sunday after he passed, and she was like, I'm sitting in Central Park thinking about that morning that you dragged me to an island half an hour from the city on a Sunday (laughs) to sit and listen to a CD you've been listening to for 20 years. I was like, yeah, wasn't that spectacular? She was like.
1: And you're welcome.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're welcome. I'm trying Um, to think. I I saw a little night music on Broadway. mm
0: -hmm. What was, yeah. What was your first uh, Sondheim on Broadway?
1: That I think I saw. I don't know. I Elaine guess that feels Stritch. like a
0: stupid question now that I've said it. Like, no,
1: I saw that with Elaine Stritch with uh, our pal Val. Mm-hmm. What was it? 2000. I was at their first preview. I don't know. It felt like a long time ago.
0: It was a long time ago. It was longer um, than 2011. I think it was nine or 10,
1: maybe. Maybe. Long time. But that was my first. Mm, well, I saw Gypsy with Patty, mm-hmm. I think in 2009. Mm-hmm. So that might have been. Mm-hmm. Are we counting? I mean, West Side Story, I saw on Broadway with my parents. Yeah, mine
0: was Sunday in the Park, that roundabout revival. I'd been in New York, you know, four months. I was like, oh my nice. God, Haley Pachun was in that.
1: Nice. Um, what else? I saw Follies opening night. That must have rad. been two thousand twelve. I took my
0: mom to Follies. Yeah,
1: that was so, Mom's
0: first Bernadette.
1: Yes, that might have been my first Bernadette as well. It's crazy. I've seen so much. We've seen so much theater.
0: So much. So much. Um, so 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 blast.
1: So blast. So blast.
0: Oh as far as like seeing everybody's tributes and everybody's stories, I have, I have Mm -hmm. found with, uh, the, the passing of other, uh, figures, um, that sometimes these tributes can come off as, uh, gauche, like a, like a contest. Like, some sort of like, there's an element of the social media of it all that gets applied. And that's America's next best very, tribute. I didn't know these people. Like, why does my uh, tribute contribute?
1: There we go. How well, I mean, everyone wants contribute? to express how they feel.
0: Well, and that's what I've been very et cetera. pleased. To have at least noticed strongly enough to take notice, or um, have 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 grown enough over the last couple of years to finally take notice that um, that wasn't the case with sondheim Everyone was sharing their stories and their letters and their pictures and all of that the stuff. The
1: letters, the letters,
0: and none of it felt. Self serving, none of it felt. Um,
1: I'm glad you said that because I feel the no, same way like
0: they were looking for some sort of praise for tribute paid. Um,
1: I think everyone feels the weight.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that was very personal to everyone, yeah, whether they knew him, whether they worked with him, whether they were his husband. That hit everyone in the gut.
1: Or wanted to be his husband. The one that I really enjoyed reading was Mindy Kaling's tweet. It was a four-part tweet. And she had like, who said something. A, a
0: Sondheim fan?
1: Yeah. It started out as she was like, I was in very small parts in high school or college. She was in Assassins and something else. And she was like, Sondheim... She's like, it felt like a small part. They were very small. But you knew that Stephen Sondheim revered small parts. Like, you know, they always say there are no small parts. And in a Stephen Mm -hmm. Sondheim show, even those parts are very thoughtful. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she said there was one time when he came to go see her off Broadway on the Lower East Side. She is not famous. She was doing a show that she co-wrote with a friend called Matt and Ben, where they played Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. He went to go see that and met them backstage. And she was like, "I, I hope to be, you know, in a show of yours. And he said, why would you do that? You should be in a show of your own. And that is the greatest lesson she learned, which is what she is doing now. She is staying true to who she is, creating her own content. Doing her own thing. It's what Oscar Hammerstein taught him. It's Mm -hmm. the biggest lesson. And I just think that is a huge, huge thing. Don't do me, do you.
0: Children will listen.
1: Children will listen. Um, I'm sure he heard what she meant, but of course. He knows he's he's
0: Stephen Sondheim.
1: He's such a teacher. Yeah. He's a lifelong learner, but also a teacher whether he likes it or not. I always loved all of the stories about how, you know, insecure he was or wanted to make sure that, you know, he always asked, is it good enough? Or how do you like this? He wasn't cocky. He yeah. wasn't like, Oh, I'm Steven Sondheim. Of course I'm going to write the next best song. Yeah. He was from, always
0: what I've, from what I've heard and read, he, he never had, um, I don't want to say it was never hard for him to do, but it, he wasn't known for pitching a fight when you had to cut one of your babies to serve the show.
1: Yeah. Do you have like a top three Sondheim songs list?
0: Oh God. Um, Well, (laughs) last midnight is uh, not just the center of the baseball, but like the center of the nucleus of the. Oh, that is the particle of the.
1: Yeah, that's inside your go- your tootsie roll.
0: That's where... So Okay, so I have a, a, an Into the Woods score signed by Bernadette Peters and Stephen Sondheim. Wow, Stephen. In case of fire, I'm grabbing that with one hand and the cat with the other, right? So inside right. of that score, and maybe I shouldn't put this on a podcast inside of that score on the last midnight page is where I keep my birth certificate and my social security card. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Because I know in case of fire, I'm grabbing that with one hand and the cat with the other. No, I can't pick a top three. Go fuck yourself. That's rude. Right. But I will say that that, one is probably the most sacred to me. It's the answer. most, uh, I owe it to everything.
1: I would have to say probably company is my top. It's definitely time. your top
0: show. That's definitely a uh...
1: top show. All of the songs I know mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. seen it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've performed from it. hmm um, it speaks the most to me. I dig it.
0: What do you know the least? What's what your frogs?
1: I guess the frogs. <laughs> I don't know a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. Oh, really.
0: my God. You and Wayne should go see funny thing happen on the way to the forum. Where? That's a Dana Wayne date.
1: Just down the street. They're performing it in Wetoma.
0: Yeah, was, there's got to be some sort of uh, Silvercrest Dinner Theater.
1: <laughs> uh, Passion. I don't know Passion.
0: Oh, that's filmed.
1: I I feel that like could I be know our next s-
0: Broadway blind spot diner.
1: Select songs from Assassins. I feel like I've heard people sing from Assassins. Sure. But uh, I would like to pivot a little bit to. Have you had any personal experience near Sondheim, seen him in person?
0: Absolutely. I, I never I never air? met him. I never got to shake his hand. I never was introduced. Um, he did sign my score. A friend brought it. My friend was working on Follies uh in 2006 or 7 at mm-hmm. uh was it City Center or Lincoln Center? I think it was city center. Um, and he brought it to work one day and got it signed while I was in town. Um, so that was special. But the uh, first time I saw him in person was at uh, Avery Fisher Hall. He was, you know, talking. Someone was interviewing him. I got tickets. And I don't remember a thing about the evening except sort of where we were sitting. We were like far house right in like a box area and I just have like a screenshot of him on the stage and thinking oh my god that's him for real I've never seen anything more beautiful and I'm going to die now it was like hearing him talk and knowing that I was hearing it as he was speaking and not from re-watching the American Playhouse interviews a hundred times Um, so that was insane. Fast forward to opening night of the Sunday in the park revival. Um, I had seen him, you know, in things between this period, but, uh, I was seated just a few seats to his right in the same row, uh, for opening night of Sunday in the park, which was nice. Uh, it meant I got to... Because I knew I was going to Sunday in the Park a lot. I was, I was around there a lot with Penny. Um, so it gave me permission to take my eyes off the show and watch him watch my favorite parts and watch him watch my best friend sing that song on Broadway and weep and do his wide clap. And what I got up? to watch Sondheim Experience Sondheim. Um, you know, like as an audience member, I, like, I, I, you hear that a lot, that he's such a good audience member of his own shows.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He, he can do that. A lot of people can't do that or actors who have originated parts have a hard time going to see other productions because not that what's happening is bad, it's just different and your brain is so trained in the other way that it's just it's too hard so I can sort of wrap my head around that but he he did not have that he loved showing up and seeing supporting the people doing his work um, so I loved that that was very special and then afterwards I was waiting in the lobby for Penny with a glass of champagne and we locked eyes as he was walking into the bathroom and I knew in that moment I had a decision to make do I have to pee or do I not have to pee?
1: How badly do I need and this pee? And at that pee? very
0: moment, that very moment, out walks Penny Fuller with the timing only Penny Fuller can have. Um, So I did not have to pee.
1: I love that.
0: Um, But it was, it was, it was very cool to just be in the same space as him, whether you were in the last seat of the last balcony watching him at Lincoln Center or you know four feet away from him in a lobby.
1: We he, had that experience at he Sunday. was God he
0: was God. It was like yeah. watching the waters part. it was just everything disappeared, and there's this light
1: um, I had. Well, this is before this happened, but in 2014, I saw him speak at the New Yorker Festival downtown, Mm -hmm. and it was at at one of the theaters, and I wrote about it in a a blog that I used to have, and I'm so glad I did, because I read it back today, and I remembered that he was so funny during that, Mm -hmm. Um he had <laughs> they were do, they were doing kind of A Q&A with one of the with the moderator and there were people kind of kind of on the side for about 10 minutes they were a little pas or something and you know the audience could see them but steven had his back to them and we're like what's going on And we thought it was like because the mic was touching his beard as he spoke, so it was kind of doing a sure. as he was speaking.
0: And nobody wanted to be the PA to go and, on stage and yeah. be like, "Son, I'll do it."
1: Excuse me, God. Excuse me, can sir. I you?
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm and just going to adjust I? this
0: here real quick. Okay, you're good.
1: We weren't sure how Stephen would react to being interrupted. When told what they were going to do, he replied, "I can take the beard off." As <laughs> Only a professional live theater god would. Sondheim, you funny, and thank you, because now we are at ease. Once the mic was all better and reset, he proceeded to mime, speaking loudly as if the new mic didn't work. <laughs> and we couldn't hear him. Brilliant. Um,
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: So he had a sense of humor about himself, He loved his friends. He loved having a good time. Kathy and Jimmy. He loves smoking (laughs)
0: joints.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Kathy and Jimmy had posted something about carpool karaoke with uh, Stephen in the passenger seat and her husband driving and singing one of his songs. Like, oh, you're a good hang. You're a good hang.
0: yeah. The last a... time I saw Stephen Sondheim was at Hal yes. Prince's memorial.
1: Oh, yes. That was, and he, that's spoke,
0: right. he spoke about Hal Prince and...
1: Was that 2019? You
0: know, mm-hmm. Yeah. December.
1: Mm-hmm. Speaking of Hal Prince, I, mm-hmm. I worked on a documentary film called Best Worst Thing That Ever Could Have Happened. And that was about Merrily. And Steven Sondheim was in it. We interviewed him, and Hal was obviously in it, and they talked about their collaboration on that and previous collaborations. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a great thing to be part of something, you know, a little part of his life that people like to watch. You know, it's on Netflix. Yeah. And it's so- it's really good. To be I a think... part of
0: a Sondheim hit in a different Sondheim. way.
1: It's a hit. You know, uh, yeah. it's,
0: it, and that's... A
1: hit about a flop, if you will, which it... he did not like calling it a flop, but I'm just using it for um, the word of it.
0: Marketing purposes. <laughs> the
1: marketing purposes. A hit about a flop. But if you haven't seen it, check it out.
0: I'm very, um, I don't want to say excited, because certainly I'd rather him live forever but um, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for all the things that happen after a beloved beloved figure passes away I am excited yep. for the documentary I am excited for the biography um, not that there aren't already books and biographies but um, you know an, an updated one. Um, I'm excited, again, the teacher in him, the teacher in him leads me to believe that, you know, what what is left of his work, his archives, his, the things we haven't heard, the unreleased, mm-hmm. the whatever, I, I, everything in my gut tells me that he would want that somehow shared, you know, yeah controlled as it may be so i think he is gonna give us more to see and his work i think this is important to note as well i think it was don't remember a lot of people have said it that you know his work isn't going anywhere you know to 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 be to feel sad that we won't get any more is selfish he has given us so much and that's not children going Children in
1: art children and it's art. not
0: going anywhere. He will forever be teaching us new things.
1: He had been working a, a lot with David Ives the past. Yeah. They had just done ears. that
0: reading with Nathan Lane and Bernadette. Uh, who knows how done it was? Who knows how solid it was? Who knows? Um...
1: Listen, a Prince album just came out this year. And he died in 2016. So there's unearthing to be done. He didn't write letters to not be seen. He knows people are going to show them around. I hope something is done with them or there's got to be a way. Man, we just had to talk this out. We haven't really chatted since then. There's so much more to learn. There's so much more to see. He should be very proud of what he left. And he, I think he was. The, inspiration runs wild. You have no idea who is inspired inspired by him. Mindy Kaling. Who knew? Who knew? Desperate Housewives episodes. All Steven. There Zondheim would be worth. no Real
0: Housewives <laughs> without Steven Zahnheim.
1: It's just unending, truly.
0: It's it's. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. There he is. There he is. There he is. There he is. Sondheim is everywhere. We must have loved him so much.
1: We must have. Hmm. Ah, oh, Steve.
0: Hey, Miss. Well, I him. love
1: you. We were. I love we you were too. Around when he was.
0: The, ugh, what How a gift. What a gift that we got to share uh, not just time in that we were on Earth at the same time, but that we, Stephen and Dana, got to spend so much time that up close and to him. Oh, my
1: gosh. Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait. We can't end this podcast without me kind of retelling. I, I think I've retold it on one of our podcasts. But I have received two. that's right. calls from Steven Sondheim on my cell phone. And they were from unknown. So he taught me to always answer an unknown number because it could always be Steven Sondheim. And they were really fun, very casual. Hey, hey, it's Steve. Is this data? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I fell to the floor. I was doing laundry. I was in my I have a picture apartment. of you on the floor. <laughs> There's a picture. I took one. I, I was just like, this can't be happening. Hi, this is Steve Sondheim. And this is when I'd we be were so afraid work. of hanging
0: up on him if I took a picture while I was on the phone. with No, him. no, no. What that, that, were it you was, thinking?
1: It was out. It, it was in the aftermath.
0: Oh, got it.
1: Yeah. Hang up picture. He called again. OK, anyway, so he called the first time. Hi, this is Steve Sondheim. Sustaina, uh, yes. Yes. Yes, what would you like? Uh, we had been preparing no, for the No, let me premiere. transfer you. Send to me. <laughs> we had been preparing for the premiere of Best Worst Thing That Ever Could Have Happened at the New York Film Festival. And he was supposed to come and be on stage and we were going to do a Q&A uh, between him and our director, Lonnie Price. And... I was supposed to kind of coordinate his travel. Okay, I'll tell you where to be, where to be, and how. to I remember be there.
0: it kept it kept affecting the time I was supposed to show up and meet you.
1: Exactly. So he's like, I'm. Sp- uh, the, uh, it was about a car. You know, what time is my car going to come and pick me up? And he was he was like, Okay, okay, that sounds good. I, I'm at this address, and we can. It was very kind of quick. All right. We get it figured out. He's like, okay, see you soon. Bye-bye. Hang up. I panic. Two minutes later, he calls again, again, unknown number. I answer, hi, this is Steve again. (laughs) So my pal, David Ives would like to come could I get a ticket for him? And I said, sure thing. And he's like, Okay, well, do do you know what he looks like? I was like, that's a great question, first of all. And I said...
0: Who would play him in a movie, Steve?
1: I said, I'll Google him. And he said, what? And I said, I'll Google him. And he tossed his head back. I could hear it. (laughs) Toss back and chortle. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Google. Very good. Very good.
0: Hilarious. And that was
1: it. That was it. You'll Google him. And it got so he thought it was so funny that when David Ives picked up his ticket from me at wherever we had our film premiere, Avery Fisher Hall. Um David Ives said, Steve said you Googled me. <laughs> I I absolutely did. That's how I know to give this ticket to you, Mr. Ives. So when I watched Tick, Tick, Boom, and I heard that voicemail, I was like, that is absolutely Steve Sondheim. That is legit Sondheim phone voice. Um,
0: no quests.
1: No question. But he's a, he was a cool cat. Cool cat.
0: We love you, Mr. Sondheim. Thank you for grieving with me.
1: Yeah. Anytime.
0: Bye. <laughs>
1: bye 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 -bye. (laughs) kim we are so done
0: in the room with stephen and dana is produced by stephen farisee
1: and dana craig Special thanks to Joel Wagoner for tinkling the ivories on our theme song. Hit him up at joelwagoner.com.
0: We apologize, and you're welcome. We'd also like to thank Jesse Wiener, W-I-E-N-E-R, for our jazzy original music sprinkled throughout each episode.
1: You can find him at jessewiener.com.
0: Last but certainly not least, we'd like to thank Kevin Thomas Garcia for taking all of our ridiculous photos. You can find him online at ktgnyc.com. We are all over the internet on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at In the Room Pod.
1: Follow us, like us, share us, pimp us out. And don't forget to subscribe to In the Room Podcast. We everywhere so subscribe. And thank you so much for listening.
0: Thank you so much. Have you ever wondered how your favorite performer actually feels? Well, here's your chance. Welcome to The Quiet Part Out Loud with me, Bobby Stegger, Broadway actor, and now a therapist to a whole host of Broadway creatives.